0: This program contains bizarre erotism involving drag queens. Parental discretion advised. Unwind and love someone. Mother's Cream Diaries.
1: There you are. I'm so glad you could make it. This is Mother's Cream Diaries, and I'm your host, Shania. Being here with you is the highlight of my day. Wherever you're listening from tonight, I hope you're safe. I hope you're relaxed. Take a deep breath with me. (sighs) Let it go. Let the worries of the day go. And now, I hope you're ready with an open heart full of love. Each week our dedicated listeners call in and share with me their personal stories about love, which makes me the luckiest girl on the radio. So with that in mind, tonight we are talking about uncommon love. Maybe it's something we've never heard of and you're blessing us by introducing us to it. Or maybe it's a love we all have that we hadn't considered. A love we are taking for granted. Either way, I'm here to listen. Please share with me. Give me a call at 1 800 22Cream. I can't wait to hear your story about uncommon love.
2: 917.
0: 917. 7 The Joe.
1: Hello there. Hi, Shania. Hi. Who am I speaking with?
2: My name is Deborah.
1: Hi, Deborah.
2: I'm a long-time listener. I love your show. I'm so happy to be on with you.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be talking to you, too. What's in your heart tonight?
2: Well, Shania, I know that you have a tremendous faith, and the story I'd like to share with you tonight is about how fate has worked magic in my life.
1: Where would any of us be without faith? I, I don't even want to think
2: about that. A while back, I was a workaholic, doing everything I possibly could to ignore my failed marriage.
1: Oh, dear. I understand. The hole that forms in our hearts when we have a loss of that kind can be almost unbearable.
2: Thanks. I can really get down on myself for that. But it was when I started my own business that I met the true love of my life.
1: Oh, fate, that little Dickens.
2: (laughs) Yes. I'm missing him tonight since I'm out of town. I guess some people would say we have an uncommon love.
1: And what makes your love so unique?
2: Well, he's a mannequin, the mannequin of my dreams.
1: Does your mannequin have a name?
2: His name is Geppetto. It feels like yesterday that I got electrocuted and started making love to him on the stockroom floor.
1: Okay, slow down a moment. Why don't you start from the beginning?
2: (laughs) Sorry, okay, I'll start over. It was less than 24 hours away from the grand opening of my store, Debbie's Boutique La Chic. My lead investor, Quinn, was doing what she does best, giving me shit.
1: I don't know about these chiffon mittens. The quality concerns me. The samples were hand-stitched, but oh, these seem factory-like. And the thumb construction does not scream Le Chic. Deborah. Deborah. Huh? Did you hear a word I said?
2: I'm sorry, I'm really trying to focus on this mannequin display.
1: You're going to need to walk and chew gum at the same time if you want to run a successful business. Chew gum? <sighs> yes, chew gum, darling. Uh,
2: his trousers won't button all the way.
1: Ugh, must I do everything? Let me. Oh, my goodness. Deborah, look. What? What is it?
2: It's a penis.
1: Why does our boutique mannequin
2: have a penis? I got a great deal on him, a President's Day promotion.
1: You mean to tell me you ordered a mannequin with a huge penis because it was on sale?
2: Actually, I found him in Chinatown. What is that electrician up to now?
1: Sir, are you almost done?
0: Jesus Christ, the fuse is fried. Okay, I gotta come back tomorrow.
1: But our grand opening is tomorrow.
0: And don't touch that switch. It's very dangerous.
1: Sir, please be careful. You're getting dust on this mannequin, and he's wearing a Jean Paul Gaultier couture sailor suit. Have a good one. Where,
2: where is he going? Come back here. I think he's taking his fifteen. Ah, uh, and oh, he just drove away. Excellent. This place
1: is going to look like a freak show
2: tomorrow. Ah, uh, freak out! Debbie's Boutique, say chic, freak I out! I don't have time for this. I'm supposed to be
1: uh, getting drinks at Le Sœur.
2: Go, go, oh my God, I got this. You have
1: better got this. With Cindy Lauper confirming, we must nail the opening. And for shit's sake, please replace that monstrosity of a mannequin. <laughs> Sounds like you had a lot on your plate. I'm glad you got Cindy Lauper to commit. I tried to have her on the program once, but it conflicted with her monthly colonic.
2: There was so much to get done beside the guest list. That electrician had been rewiring the lights for weeks. Quinn wanted what she called glossy lighting, whatever that meant.
1: Starting a business is always more than you anticipate. When I started this radio show, I was pretty naive about how much work it would be. Luckily, at the time, I was exclusive with Bob Vila. Now, is this the mannequin you fell in love with?
2: Yes, though I would never have known it at the time.
1: So here you are, dressing a display mannequin in designer clothes with no idea what lay in store for you (laughs) Too
2: Something like that, you know. I was overworked and underslept. I'm trying to get the store perfect for the opening, but I couldn't ignore those two alluring green eyes gazing blankly at me. I almost felt like I knew him. At least I wanted to know him.
1: Does this have anything to do with his being well-endowed?
2: No, no, it was... Pers- no, no, no. It was strictly a professional relationship.
1: Uh-huh. That's what Bob Vila said to me.
2: But really, love was the furthest thing from my mind. Until something quite striking happened, literally. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so, I'm the only one in the store, and like a moron, I touched that open fuse, sending a near-fatal electrical current through my body. <laughs> Are you okay? I think so.
0: <gasps> Did you
2: just speak?
0: Why, yes. Are you all right? What the hell? Those are like wires. I was so worried I lost you.
2: Why are you talking? You were a dummy. I'm no dummy. I'm Geppetto. This is a joke, right? <laughs> ha, 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 joke is on me. Quinn, get your butt out here. <coughs> what are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for?
0: Nobody else is here. It's just the two
2: of us. And your eyebrow is smoldering. Don't touch me. Okay. Who put you up to this? No one. I care for you. You You're such a beautiful lady with so much passion. Oh, really? And what made you the expert? Years of eavesdropping on Chinese women. Are you coming on to me? If that's what you want. Please, Geppetto. You work for me. We need to remain professional. You are right. Can I talk about this on the radio?
1: Uh, we were all conceived the same way, for goodness sake. Go on.
2: <laughs> I pushed him against my body and gave him a ravenous kiss. Uh-huh. I slurped his tongue deep into my mouth and sucked on it as my legs trembled uncontrollably. He told me I tasted like buttery paella.
0: You taste so buttery, like a warm paella.
2: His hands were busy shedding my clothing piece by piece. (laughs) Mm. Slowly, his hands slid against the skin of my back and breast. When he finally got down to my panties, he tore them from my body, exposing my throbbing pink petals. He asked me what I wanted. Tell me.
0: Do you want?
2: I told him I wanted his mouth on my love glove. Okay. And just like a hummingbird, he drank my nectar with his tongue, coiling it, gently twisting it in and around my womanhood.
0: He teased
2: me with pleasures. I moaned and moaned. Oh. I need you inside me, please, Geppetto. He quickly agreed. Ah, uh, see, right away. He eventually plunged right through my narrow slit, and I cried Ooh. in pain. Mm. <laughs> my ex-husband was barely four inches on a good day. As Geppetto slowly started pumping, the pain dissipated and was replaced by pure ecstasy. I groaned and cried out a spasm after spasm rang through me, more powerful than any electrical current. I gripped his biceps to steady myself against the force of his discount cock.
0: More, harder,
2: harder, pretty, really please. That dirty doll didn't miss a beat. He swung me on top and dropped me down low onto his furious manhood. You better. moments away from coming. He told me he was close too. Oh, you también. He twitched mm-hmm. and ejaculated. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh. Our juices mixed and oozed down our legs as I clung to him, refusing to release my body until I had milked every last <gasps> drop.
1: <sighs> I don't smoke cigarettes, but even I could use Misty Slim after all
2: that. I could have smoked a whole carton when we were through. You know, he took me again in the French fashion... Oh, he was everything. Geppetto reminded me of my younger self. Curious and full of life, not jaded by the world of high fashion and fast living.
1: I'm glad Geppetto could remind you of what's most important.
2: He really did.
1: It's one of the many wonders of love. I know I speak for all of us at Mother's Cream Diaries when I say I can't wait to hear more, Deborah.
2: Sure. Well, we were out like logs until Quinn came barging in the next morning.
1: Good morning! Deborah, hello! What is this mess? I'm going to kill that electrician! Deborah? Deborah! What are you doing?
2: I'm sorry, we were out like logs. Why are you on the floor with that mannequin? That I told you to get rid of. The mannequin has a name. And it's Geppetto.
1: Please, I got the unit.
2: Sir, finish
1: the lights and please get the hell out of here. Deborah, the opening is in less than an hour and you look like rubbish. Get started
2: on your makeup and... <sighs> here, put this on. DKNY... Aren't I getting too old for that whorish look? Pull yourself together. This is a huge day for us. I'm in love with him.
1: <sighs> Sweetie, I know you still love your ex. No. Geppetto. Oh. You listen to me. I sank 5,000 pounds into this venture, and we are going to be a success. Seems like Quinn is a real limey cunt.
2: I was torn. I'd loved Geppetto so much, but I had a fiduciary responsibility to Quinn and the boutique. Before I knew it, the place was packed with guests for the opening—
1: that? that's the sound of success. There are so many people here waiting for you.
2: You ready to give them what they want? What if I don't want this anymore? Oh! Don't be stupid. Everyone wants this.
1: Here's Debra, everyone.
2: I was numb. My legs carried me to the doorway. I looked out into the party that all the strangers expecting something from me. All my life, people needed me for my body, my looks, my chic fashion sense, but not Geppetto. He just wanted me as Deborah, a silly country girl from Little Rock, Arkansas. And that's when I knew I couldn't live another minute without him in my arms. I ran through that damn crowd, knocking people over like damn Marino on a Sunday. I pulled Geppetto off the display and made for the door.
0: Somebody stop her!
2: The crowd was running after me. I was scared and excited at the same time. All I knew was that I needed to get away from a world that wasn't willing to accept me and Geppetto. Luckily, I spotted a mail courier with an eight-speed Schwinn. I won the tour to Arkansas when I was 19. I knew what I had to do. Hey, can we borrow your bike? Excuse me? Time was running out. I grabbed the handlebars. Bitch, that's my bike. Thank you. On your left. Quinn and the crowd were disappearing behind me and Geppetto was secure on my back. I had done it.
0: You're wild. What? You're wild.
1: So tell me, how is Cindy Lauper?
2: Oh, she was a no-call, no-show.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, what happened to Geppetto?
2: We were struck from behind by a 16-wheeler. I held on to the handlebars, but Geppetto wasn't so lucky. The impact sent him flying into the back of a paddy wagon. He was broken. I was able to reattach his leg and clean up the other structural damage... But he's permanently confined to a wheelchair.
1: Oh, Deborah.
2: We don't let that get in our way. We're building a new dream together.
1: Seems like nothing is going to stop you now. Nope. I hope for everyone, all our listeners, a love like yours isn't too uncommon. Deborah, since you and your mannequin are in different cities tonight, do you have a request or dedication for him?
2: Yes, for my mannequin, my Geppetto. Can you play I Want to Suck You Now by Sherry Vine?
1: I can certainly do that for you. And to all you out there, you are strong. You make your own life. You deserve the best love. Society likes to tell us a lot of things. Marry the rich man. Focus on your career. Don't call her outside the lines. But, as our caller reminded us tonight, when we get outside the lines, that's where our lives Thrive. And here's Sherry Vines. I want to suck you now.
0: The first time I saw your dick, oh, I knew that it was love. been sent to me from the cock goddess above be turning blue come on stuff my throat I want it full of you I'm in heaven these are tears
1: guys, I'm Derek and I'm Christina, and we are the creators of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we poured our hearts into this, guys. We did everything from writing and casting to recording and editing. So follow this podcast. Leave a little comment and tell Tell your your friends friends about about it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Mother's Cream Diaries is a Duffer Sisters production. This season was written, directed, and executive produced by Christina Keel
0: and Derek Viveris.
1: This episode stars Sherry Vine as Debra, Joe Messerani as Geppetto, Derek Viveris as The Electrician, and Christina Keel as Quinn and Shania.